Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. What is up, everybody? Project Itachi here with my co-host, War Nurse. And boy, do we have an <laughs> a thought-provoking episode for you guys today. Uh, it's, it's literally just two topics, but these two topics have pretty much taken the gaming and social media slash text slash news world by storm. Uh, so if you've been... Living under your social media rock. Don't worry. We got you covered. We're going to break this stuff down. Um, so, yeah, without further ado, we are going to jump into it. And today we are going to be breaking down ads in video games and Elon Musk acquiring Twitter. So without further ado, let's kick things off with ads in video games. Yeah, we're just we're just going to dive right in because there's just so much to cover in so such little time. And, and it's just been it's been a crazy like month, honestly. Um, So starting off with ads in video games for anyone who doesn't know, uh, you heard correctly. Exactly what you think it is, is what uh, it seems like big companies, Microsoft and Sony and a few others are trying to do is to implement ads into right now free to play games uh, and they're trying to base it off the success of mobile games and things in the same vein um however no one knows exactly how they plan to implement this now video ads in video games is nothing new ads have actually been in video games almost since the medium came out at least into the 3d era but it was mostly with like racing games billboards other vehicles that you would see along the way, there would be ads in the video games. And back then it was kind of cool because you would see something familiar and be like, Oh man, that's in the video game. That's cool. Uh, but what they're trying to do is have more real time ads. And we're talking like, and this is the fear that people have. This is not confirmed, but this is the fear that a lot of gamers have, which I understand. And I believe is justifiable that in the middle of your free to play game, is it going to be like that mobile game? That in the middle of your game, they go, ooh, you're due for an ad. So in the middle of your race, ad. <laughs> and it's just in the middle of your gaming experience. Therefore, taking out the experience just so this company can make a little bit of extra money off of the ad revenue. And we know video games is one of, if not the largest, me uh, consumed media right now. So companies are foaming at the mouth to have their product thrown in there because they know, oh, it's going to hit someone. Like 90 they said 96% of millennials, 96% of Gen Zers, and about 89% of Gen Xers 
have video games as one of their top three types of media that they consume. That's a huge percent. That's a huge percent, which, by the way, side note for all of you out there, they think, oh, video games are immature. Blah, blah, blah. You're in the minority. <laughs> 96% of two generations enjoy video games. It's my little side rant right there. Um, so putting ads in video games is becoming a big concern. And I got to say, I'm of the mindset, like, please don't. Now, if they do billboard things, like, I don't know, like when you're in the Spider-Man or something and you're passing billboards and stuff, if they're like changing billboards in the game, then that would be okay because those are living. They're, they're designed to be living, breathing. First cities. of all, fuck Microsoft, multi-billion <laughs> dollar company, and they have the fucking balls to sell multiple like fucking five six hundred dollar consoles to me i buy this five six hundred dollar console i buy these fucking games i i buy their shit and then they want to throw fucking ads in my face after spending hundreds of dollars are you fucking kidding me well remember it's well you know what i have to agree with you on that because even though they're free to play games a lot of the times you bought the hardware for those games. Now, I guess the counter argument, but I'm going to say it because I know the fanboys, they're going to be like, calm yourself down. I, I Calm yourself down. You more than likely already have a computer and a lot of Microsoft games are already accessible from the hardware you already own. So at that point, it wasn't you buying specifically their hardware. They just happen to have the operating system, which honestly you could change. So you could access Microsoft games with just having a Microsoft account without actually buying Microsoft hardware. Um, so maybe that's where they're trying to make money. Also, no, and I these hate motherfuckers, to say this, these motherfuckers are getting 15 plus dollars a month per subscriber for their freaking game pass game pass. Yeah. They don't need any more money. This is total bullshit. And what, this is what's going to happen. Gamers don't flip the fuck out right now. And, and have severe backlash over this, we're going to shoot ourselves in the foot 10 years from now, just like we did with microtransactions in games. Shoot, 10 years, it'll be less. Everything's moving so fast. I gave it like five years before we've... we've it, I, I, there, is no, there is no reasonable excuse I could possibly hear for this decision that would make me at all just go, oh, well, that's okay. Because I've seen a lot of people... With that attitude, well, uh, that's no big deal. And I'm, that's how it fucking started with microtransactions. Yeah. And look where we we're at now. Mindlessly accepted it. And I was going to say, I know we like to, we, we shoot a lot of fire Microsoft's way, but that's because they just blatantly don't hide. They their kind of uh, deserve it now. Yeah. Uh, but Sony's in on it too. And apparently they've been working on it for the last 18 months on trying to incorporate ads. You know, that one surprised me. Yeah. Usually Sony doesn't make bold moves like that until they see Microsoft doing it. So I wonder, you know, you know, they, they were both already choosing. So either they both already knew that the other was going to do it or they were both just kind of at that point where they thought it was a good idea. Maybe they were going to go about it different ways, but on like fuck Sony two for this shit, like screw everybody that dude, <laughs> Are you, I just cannot wrap my mind around how anybody thinks that this is going, nothing that, that goes on, on a gaming PC or a console 
that does not improve the consumer's experience should be a thing. This does not improve the experience. This does not make me feel like I'm going to receive the most money out of what I've spent on this on this console. So why would they think this is a good idea? There are no positives for this for the consumer. There are only positives for this for them, for Sony and for Microsoft. So I'm sitting here trying to run advertisements. Right, right. Nothing out of this is for the consumer. So the, we as a consumer will spend hundreds and hundreds of dollars on, a, on an initial console and controllers and, and shit. And then they do this, but it only benefits them. And then we have people that are actually sitting here going, oh, I don't mind. You're the problem, people. If you're sitting there going, oh, I don't mind. It's just the freak. You are the problem. You are the reason. Your demographic is the reason why microtransactions got so out of hand because you said nothing. You let it happen. No, I, I, I do uh, entirely agree. And, and with both companies working on this, like you said, they probably one knew the other was going to do it or, you know, each one has a whistleblower undercover on each side. And so now it's a race to <laughs> now it's a race to who can do it first. Um, I've been I so mad feel- about this since I've heard about it. I just can't like. I don't understand it now. I think it's also we don't know how they're going to implement it. It could be non-obtrusive. Like I said, if they went about it where I'm swinging through the cities of New York as Spider-Man, I kind of, kind of, this is not saying I expect this in every open world game. I just expect it in a Spider-Man game because it's based off of a real freaking city. So it would make sense to me in a real city, not my fantasy games that advertisements have at no place. But in the streets of New York, that would make sense to me. And since it's copy off a real city, if you had like, I don't know, like, yeah, you're now if it's like uh, ever changing uh, advertisements, that's fine in the real, you know, the real city of New York makes sense to me. I can ignore it. It's not killing my experience. But if you're pausing my game to run an ad or if I open up my pause screen and there's an ad or I want to do something, I got to watch an ad first. Like they always, you know, mobile games work more for the general populace because a lot of those people, it's just something quick to pass the time. Everyone has a cell phone. That's the only reason those work is literally because everyone has a cell phone. But let's be honest, you're dedicated. You're dedicated gamers probably spend maybe three hours and like three months actually playing a mobile game. They might get hooked on one and then they stop. And I'm going to tell you exactly why your real gamers are not playing mobile games. And the proof in the pudding is this is when Activision came out and said, Hey, the next blizzard is going to be mobile. And the guy said, this is an April fool's joke, right? Because we do not play mobile games. So the success of how that's worked does, should not be determined for us as well. Yeah, there's there's not a single grown adult that is seriously playing mo- mobile games. No, not no. Those like it's once just again, there to pass to the, the time. Fact. It's just like exactly. this is just something to pass the time. Or I can't afford a console yet, and I'm you know they got some and they do they have some yeah. pretty badass games. They're, they're sitting in the doctor's but, office playing a game on their phone real quick. So yeah, it, no. Uh, the fact is, is even for, to implement this, they would have to update your system. They'd have to patch 
your your Xbox or your PlayStation for this to be a thing, which means they would have to tamper with your console via download to make this a thing, the thing you paid for. Which brings me to another thought I had. I said what I was going to say was now another part of my experience that I don't want to interrupt it is when I get a game update, I'm looking for the patches that improve my gaming experience. You're fixing bugs. You're adding features. You're you're changing things, fixing things for quality of life. If I have to get daily or weekly updates because you're changing the ads, that's going to cause a problem is going to be a thing. Yeah, I don't want updates and be like, oh, what did you fix on the game? Oh, we just updated the ads. If I see in the update notes, ad changes, here's who's in it. And I'm like, no, no. Now you now you're going too far. I will play this game offline. I think it's going to be more subtle than that. It's not just it's not going to be a patch update. And then it's going to explain to you anything about advertisement. It's going to be more subtle than that. They'll they'll say quality of life changes because no one actually dives into what those quality of life changes are. And until we get those data miners and vloggers that do the deep dive, that's what they'll categorize it as. Cause technically it is quality of life. They're bringing you product to improve the quality of your life. So it would be justifiable. So if they said that as an update, people would go, Oh, quality of life improvements. We don't know what those are. <laughs> so they can just constantly do that. And they probably would do it start off slow once a month and every like bi-weekly probably because we've been groomed to expect updates literally from day one of a game. That's the perfect opportunity. You put in your game, you go to turn it on and then boom, update quality of life ads. I can't imagine turning on a console right now. And instead of like, instead of a loading screen, get an even, yeah, before I can even like get to the get to my main menu or something, I get an ad. Or if I'm paying fifteen twenty dollars a month for uh, a, a season a Xbox Pass Game Pass, uh, I'm doing something and I get an ad. Like fuck you, no, I'm paying you money. <laughs> there should be zero ads ever. This is just the most greedy, fucking disgusting move I've seen a business make in a, in a while. We're in an era where um, the companies just want to see how much they can milk. Exactly. For exactly. And one thing that's always bothered me about, and this is a mentality that drives me up a wall. And a lot of people can, and you go say, look at me and go, well, what are you doing? This podcast, this literally, this podcast is my contribution to fixing the problem. I am addressing the problem. I am being vocal about the problem. I am telling you how you can help fix this problem by being vocal about the problem. When everyone says it doesn't affect them, it's not that serious. And then they'll turn around and wonder why everything is so expensive. Why is this going up in price? Why is that going up in price? Why are they adding this feature? And it's like, because you didn't say anything. They legally informed you, maybe not in your face because they don't have to be in your face because you complained. The one thing everyone complained about is when they have things in their face. So they went about it a different way and they whispered it. They were just like, it's like when your kid comes to you, they know when you're stressed, they know when you're tired, they know that you just want to sit down and relax. So then they ask you for that one thing 
that typically you would take the time and you think about it and you'd be like, you know what, let me think it over. I get back to you. But they're like, no, let me get you at your weak point. Let me get in your ear when I know that you're, you're not at your best. Hey, can I have this? And it's just like, I just want to rest. And if I don't give you what you want, you're probably going to drive me up a wall. Yes. Just let me watch my television show in peace. And then they take off and they're just like, hey. and then later you're like, wait, <laughs> but it's too late. <laughs> the deed is done. They got you. And you can't get mad at them because you said yes. So the deed is done. And this is how the companies do it. They walk over, they whisper in her ear, microtransactions, but extra content. So it's like, look, okay, I just want to play my game. Just give me my extra content. Well, how much is it? Okay, fine. This, here. This is why Elden Elden Ring. Elden Ring is not a revolutionary game. It is a great game. But that's the kind of shit we used to get. Yep. We used to get complete games that were not microtransactions that actually that had a lot of content in it with a, an update or two that even gave us more shit. It felt so good. Like it was so different because we've been used to DLCs and microtransactions for so long. That's why it feels even like that's why it's even more impactful. Mm-hmm. And now they're going to not only are you going to have DLC and now that you, you know, talking about DLCs, like ads with your deal. It's like, what are you even paying for? And here's my thing. If you are going to put ads, ads in my games, that I am going to the store and paying for. I have no say in the matter. I just spent over $60 for this one game that you're going to throw ads in, or even for the free-to-play games. I feel all content, all content connected to that game should be absolutely free. Don't microtransaction it. Don't say buy this to save time. No, you're going to put ads in my face for me playing for free, then make it free because those ads are paying you. That's where your money's coming from. You don't need my money. Let those ads pay you. If you don't charge me anything and I can get all this, like if you came to me and said, okay, you're going to, you're getting ads, but because you sat through these ads, we'll give you these gems and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I'm no longer looking for a PS5 though. So congratulations, Sony. (laughs) I I do not give a shit about consoles anymore. My quest for wanting a PS5 has ended. I have my PS3, PS4. I could care less about Xbox. I'll stick with my PC. Well, what about no, no? Because you know what? It would take Steam selling out and doing some shit like that, which is I don't see happening. I don't. I don't see. They have to go through Steam. Like they, they'd have to force Steam to do that shit. That's the yeah. That's the thing. They have to to push those updates. They have to go through. And good luck with that because Steam Steam and Steam just. They can go through Origin, though. We know EA is greedy. Fuck EA Origin. That shit I, don't, I, I, I don't remember last time I even opened Origin. I opened it just to make sure no one hacked it. <laughs> and then I closed it immediately. That's when you know, that's when you know a, a, a company is really bad at their job when you got to check it every now and then to make sure it's still correct. Yeah, I just opened it. Un- sure Unmetalled with. Downloading stuff. Yeah, I... I just I see I'm going to I'm going to watch and wait and see how this works out because I don't see anything good coming from this. No, I don't I don't see and a positive. I sense. have a feeling that when it happens, when whoever comes out with it first and and I I'm willing to bet Sony is going to push it back a little bit and see if Microsoft can do it first. To see Especially how it since works Microsoft out. is like 
steamrolling it ahead, even though yeah. I think they started after Sony. Sony's Sony's been playing it safe, working on it for 18 months. Microsoft is like, ooh, we're in the front. We got the money. Let's just push it. Yeah, micro, and, Microsoft's going to be a little bit more in your face about it, I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But it's supposed to come out this October. This October is when these these features are supposed to roll out for ads. And you know um, why, right? So I right have no idea. The holiday to, season. Right before the holiday season. That makes sense. There you go, people. You see, none of this. There's not a single part of this that is cons- pro-consumer. Nope. It's just pro-them. Because October, and if it's right before Halloween, because the official, for a lot of people, the official holiday start is Halloween. Right. So if they do it mid-October, that's perfect time because everyone wants to get on the Halloween vibe, then the Thanksgiving vibe, then the Christmas vibe. And this is perfect for them because they can push those kind of ads. And here's the thing. A lot of uh, you got to realize they've also found a way to circumvent targeting ads aimed at uh, minors, which a lot of countries have banned. This circumvents that because it's not targeted. It's just general, but they know a good portion of where these ads go because then they can say we're not targeting. It's this, general. Yeah. That, that, you know, this is kind of leading me to another point, too. When, when it comes to the, the rules and regulations and laws of, of the Internet, and especially now that gaming is where it's at, at what point are we going to update some of these laws? At what point? Does anybody step in and say, that's fucking wrong. That is not okay. That does not improve anyone's experience. That is just a, a cash grab that is completely unfair to the consumer. Uh, once the allure of money dies and we wind up going back to the stone ages of trading property, <laughs> trading sheep. Because I, I, I'm trying to think of another product where... And I, I guess it might just be cell phones outside of consoles where you spend hundreds, if not thousands of dollars on something. It is yours, but Temporarily. you, you use it. And while you're using it, after you spend all that money, advertisements and stuff are just thrown in your face. We're pretty much at the point of, no return. Now we just have to, this is already in motion. So the most we can do now is be like, all right, but you can't go crazy with it. <clears throat> you got to limit you, it. You got to, there's going to make a them lot fail of, with it. There's going to be a lot of gamers that truly do leave consoles and just go to PC. Yeah. Especially with so many modders out there that they'll, they'll create like ad free mods. I'm telling you, it's going to happen and they're going to make so much money. Cause I'm going to tell you right now, someone paying 40 bucks to never have ads. People will cough up a one-time fee of like 40 bucks to never have ads or stuff. People have paid more for crazier mods. So it's like, Hey, we've got an ad free mod. People will be like, all right, I'd rather pay you than them. <laughs> and, and that's what I'm talking about, dude. It starts here. And then three or four years from now, it's like, oh, you don't want ads? Pay a yearly fee or a monthly subscription fee on top of your gaming pass. Which this might be a tie into those subscription based uh, tiers that, they're ha- that they have. Everyone has one. And what better way to convince people to pay for it than to give them ads that they don't want to do? Which, which I'm not, I, you know, 
Sony is a did this a little bit smarter because they they have waited so long to finally come out with this some of these features in general, especially when it comes to the PS1, PS2, and three downloads. Yeah. So they were a little bit smarter about this. And in in that way, I can see it working out better for them, but I still don't agree with it. It's still just as shitty. They just did a they they just got away with they're just gonna get away with it and, and being more subtle and intelligent about it. That's it. Yeah. I mean the Microsoft culture over there they're, is always a little ads. more in your face with, with, with stuff. Yeah. And um, it'll be harder for Microsoft to tie that into tears because they already have that stuff. Yeah. Well, I'm sure that they don't mind shoehorning and then if it all falls apart, they'll burn it. We know that they don't have a problem with that, but we would love to hear your guys' thoughts on it. What do you think? Do you feel ads and video games is okay and it's not going to change anything? Or do you feel ads and video games should not be a thing and it's it's fine as is and should be left alone? We already pay a lot, microtransactions, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Let us know your thoughts. Leave us your comments. We would love to hear from both sides of the argument. Um, so, yeah, hit us up with that. Now, moving on to the real meat and potatoes of today's podcast. Twitter and Elon Musk. Now, <clears throat> I'm going to let you give your thoughts on this first, Warren Hurst. I know you've got some thoughts on this. I know you got your opinions on this. So I'm going to let you give your thoughts first before I dive into the things I've read in my own personal. And I'm leading with this conspiracy theories. I also want to lead with if you guys are expecting any stock market conversation, it's not happening here. We are not stock market experts. So I'm going to start off with saying that. So don't be saying I got some stock advice from the GZ Chop Chop and it blew up in my face because no, you did not. Nope. This is strictly technological thoughts on this and where we believe the impact will go from there. This is not a stock based conversation. So if you want that, you're in the wrong place. Carry on. Now, with that said, Warners, what are your thoughts on this? So old Elon Musk bought Twitter. I've seen so much about this. We all have. We've all seen so much about this. Yep. Um, when he first talked about this in 2017, I forget who he was talking. Someone made a joke about him buying it, and he's like, "Maybe I will." Uh, I remember laughing at that. Someone, someone brought that back to my attention uh, the other day, and then I was like, "Oh, sh- I remember seeing this like a long time ago." Uh, I was like, "Wow, that aged well." Uh, so, but uh, yeah, so he he buys Twitter. And, you know, he's talked about how Twitter is, is so important, an important groundwork for the future of freedom of speech. And I think, I think that comment that he made comes from a lot of the events we've had over the past two or three years where we've seen a lot of figures, especially political figures getting banned or censored. And, you know, Elon, he's, you know, he's, he, he doesn't, he's not like on a certain political side. He's just for, and he said, he's been very adamant about this. He is for humanity. He is for everyone's freedom of expression. However you said it. So that's been a big thing for him. Um, but I think it's more than that. I think it's more than just this freedom of speech thing. I truly believe 
a, it's, and to me, it really seems this way, uh, especially with the AI program that he's been working on, that this has more to do with him and his AI program and what he's trying to gain. Not just personally, like as a human being or monetarily, but investing, investing in this AI program. And what better way to improve that program than to do this? Twitter. It is the best platform you could possibly have to have AI learn from human behavior. And I think we talked about this a little bit the other day. We talked about it in the Discord, and I 100% agree with you. In fact, that's exactly what I think is the real reason behind it. Because for anyone who isn't quite, you know, understanding what we're saying, and you're like, well, Twitter's like so dead because Twitter's traded for trades for like what Western unions, uh, I think they're, 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 they're like, they were like in the same, same category. Like that's how low Twitter was, was doing. So a lot of people are like, Oh, Twitter's dead. Twitter's just, uh, nobody really uses Twitter. It's just toxic. It's just pop po- po- politicians and entertainers, et cetera, et cetera. Exactly. It's the influencers. These are people with massive followings. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. And massive influence. While we all may not agree with everything they say, them saying anything at all stirs emotion, response, interaction. Neuralink people. Elon Musk has been very quiet about Neuralink. It, it, he started it back in 2016. If you guys don't remember what Neuralink is, it's the company that Musk co-founded in 2016. Uh, and the name implies the company aims to create a neural link between brains and computers via high bandwidth brain implants. He also has a, a, uh, an AI program right now that is almost completed. He's at the end of completion. And the goal is for these, these robots to be able to be sent to Mars, which that is the goal within the next three years. He's almost done and he's going to send them to Mars and they're going to build colonies. All of this stuff goes together and it's, you know, it sounds like a conspiracy theory, but it's very real. This is science. This is stuff stuff that he is working on and he talks about. And I don't personally, I I truly don't, I I'm not saying this in a way at all. That's like, Oh, Elon, (laughs) Elon's like, uh, evil villain. 
Skynet. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying Elon is he's a visionary. He's an inventor. He's a genius. You can love him or hate him, but he intends to change the world. I think he has truly good intentions. He himself has been very adamant about the cautions that we should all take with AI. So I don't think he's just doing, I don't think he's messing around with AI lightly. So here's I don't the thing. think he would do something this bold if he didn't feel like he could, I want to use the word contain it maybe. But that's where it starts, right? That that's where it starts, right? Like that's where it starts. Nobody's Neuralink, talking about Skynet, this. And why Neuralink, is nobody Skynet. talking about Neuralink? God damn it. Like <laughs> it is fucking because scary. I'm gonna, t- I'm gonna tell you why no one is talking about it. It's Neuralink. so terrifying to think about. Truth is stranger than fiction. It is easier to accept the things that are far-fetched and make fun of it than the things that are actually happening. No one likes the idea that they will at some point not be in control. The reason so many people oppose, you know, suppression and, and, and the restriction of freedom of speech is because no one likes to be told you're actually not in control. So the idea that sci-fi is no longer going to be just sci-fi goes over people's heads because they're just like, no, 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 that's not going to happen. That's just, that's too far fetched. Another thing, and you pretty much are connecting, in my opinion, connecting my dots that I was piecing together when we were talking about AI and Twitter. He's at the tail end of his invention. Twitter is probably literally the last missing piece. It's probably going to help him fill in the blanks that he it's needs. It's going to help him fill in the blanks he needs. And I'm going to tell you what those blanks are. Is he for humanity? Yes. I do agree he's for humanity. However, what is his definition of the best of humanity? You got to be able to remove the, 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 the weeds, right? So your crops can grow. So we have this one man who will literally have the power because the governments will be coming to him, begging him. This is his operation begging (laughs) him. He did force it private. (laughs) Exactly. Coming to him Hey, what, how do we get people in these colonies? This means he will have the power to have a selective process and congratulations. Every toxic person on Twitter, you probably just eliminated yourself. The reason he would not want to restrict it is because he knows we will tell on ourselves if we're not restricted. If we're restricted, a lot of people will pretend. A lot of people will. He wants authenticity. He wants you to authentically show who you really are with no fear. So when the time comes and if a meteor comes and says where it's going to hit Earth, his AI program will be able to selectively pick based off of your behavioral habits, your tendencies on social media, who is ideal for this colony to continue humanity. Who is a threat outside of Earth and who is a solution? Because why would you in a brand new colony that is completely functional? And this is once again, still hypothetical, but run by AIs is going to be run efficiently. They're going to take the best courses of action. And then you want this known troll, even these minor trolls to go over there and infect that. No. 
So this is going to determine human nature from behavioral trends. What led you to be you? Was it your parents? Was it the stuff you consumed? What led you here? Why do you feel this way? And then it'll probably trace. And then in, when you get to those colonies, will it be a utopia? Probably for like the new infants that don't know otherwise. <laughs> there's Everyone an else episode. will probably be neuralinked. <laughs> there's an episode of Adventure Time where um, I don't know if h- how great you are with the lore of Adventure Time, but Bimo meets his creator, and his creator is made wh- what's left of him that's human is made up. The rest is made up of robotic AI and machinery. And I'm like, is that going to be Elon? Like, is, is he going to build onto himself so he doesn't die? Or his conscience carries because on? part of Neuralink is ideally in the future being able to upload our very consciousness into a machine to continue living on. That's part of that program is learning how to do that. Developing that. Uh, the man's the not playing. 1000s you, y'all wanted a Rick, a Rick and Morty. Y'all fucking got one. Got one. And they, they're not, they're not. And the man's it. not fucking around. He's just being no. real subtle about it. He's being so real it, subtle. And everyone be, just looks at it like. He's making moves thing. and you're, you're thinking of the moves, but you're not thinking of what's really in the background. I'm going to tell you why. Everyone is distracted by what rich people typically do with their money. And they just think it's another man that has too much money that's just spending it on stupid stuff. You, you think you think Elon is using the the he's you think he's mentioning free speech and not wanting it to be hindered to make people more open to this because they want that because they've seen these companies hinder it, yeah. So that they'll be more likely to be themselves. It's a door that opens both ways, and he also talked about the political aspects of it because he also wants everyone to continue being their authentic selves. He wants people to still use it for what they've been using it for. So Mm -hmm. he made it about that to ultimately gain what he's truly trying to get out of it, which is our authenticity, Mm -hmm. which is he wants information. He exactly. And now that it's privatized, he can, he can have it. He can have it. He can have it. I still support this by the way. I don't care how awful any of the listeners think I am. I still support this. I support anyone willing to do what is necessary for the, the future of mankind, even if it means doing something a little fucked up or unethical to, to make the changes that might quite possibly take us out there away from Earth if it needed to happen, which is what his goal is for us to leave Earth because we cannot be here forever. We can't. This planet has an expiration date with or without us. See, we're going to fuck around. We're going to find out that the Aztecs and all the civilizations that had sophisticated technology that we still don't understand did this before. And they've been doing a real good job at keeping us from finding them. They've already been out in space. That's why we can't find them. How fucking crazy would that be if this turned into some like you you get out there and it turns out all those weird, cheesy documentaries you watch that you knew were bullshit, weren't bullshit, weren't bullshit. And you're like, what the fuck? Those conspiracies were just stupid. There's no way that could have been real. Turns out it was real. You're like, yeah, they were influencing it the whole time. Like, yeah, we'll just we'll just make it seem like this is so far fetched and we were so behind. And and let, let's say all of this, let, let's put all this talk aside, right? And let's just say Elon Musk is really just rich as shit. And he just bought Twitter just to troll everybody, just to have fun. 
If you don't think for a second that somebody wouldn't do that, I want you to remember what I'm about to tell you. If I had Elon's money and I could think like him, if I was a fucking genius and I was that rich, I could just have what I wanted. You better believe I would be fucking with all of you. I would, I would go buy something just to change it and upset people. Like I would be so shitty, but in different ways, I would troll everybody in America for fun just because I could, but I would give to charity to make myself feel better. <laughs> and then tax right off and get the money. So don't back. think, don't think Elon doesn't do things just to troll you guys. Cause he makes some pretty interesting social media posts that really seem pretty nonsensical. And oh, people get so the dude, Fortnite get, thing was funny. Yeah. So people get pressed, but there's no real context there. And I truly feel like he does get off on like a good, a good laugh for the evening. Just Absolutely. like, you know, like the, the little things that get us through our day. They're like, oh, that, you know, yeah. that little thing Memes just got me through my day. Yeah. Whatever it is. I think he'll just be going about his day. And then he makes a tweet. <laughs> and yep. then everyone's like, what the fuck? He's like, ah, nothing. And well, then, he, he said he, on his on his Twitter, he said he hopes that it, it, the, the people that are most against him stay on the platform. He wants that. Right. He wants the people that get pressed by him to stay there. There are people saying they're going to leave for Facebook. I'm like, really? You're going to leave for the the social the number one worse. social media that continues to have real legal issues because they blatantly don't care about your privacy or selling your information. Yeah. Yep. They, nobody, let me put it this way. Nobody that's leaving really Nobody's leaving is Twitter. Leave. Nobody. The fact that people are getting on Twitter and saying, I haven't seen this since the early days of Facebook and MySpace. I'm leaving. Goodbye. <laughs> and they make Yo, a post about it. Yeah, I'm like, what? if you're going to leave, just leave. Just leave, and I love stupid the bitch. Just get out of here. I, I'm not a troll myself, but the, you can always, <laughs> I love the troll responses. It's like, what? And your 11 followers are going to cry? Bye. Yeah, it's like, okay. You'll <laughs> like, be back. Okay, you had to make a you'll, big announcement that you're leaving. You'll be back next week because you'll be exactly. curious because what does Elon know? He knows that we all like Drama. Drama. People and now this will be the ultimate drama pool. Man's over no, here stirring. And he, and it's the he's thing. not even stirring the pot anymore. He's just stirring the whole bathtub. Just yeah. <laughs> doesn't because even literally care. it will be completely free. You will be able to. It will be like what Tumblr almost <laughs> was, and then they clean themselves I up. What's going to happen to OnlyFans, yo? Oh, and, only and, fans you know, is I, about to take it. I say this, I, I say this and I mean it. I have, I am not judgy about only fans. Like, I make fun of it, but anything that anybody does to make money, if it helps them have a means to a, a roof over their head and feed them or their, their family, uh, whatever they do, like I I'm for it. Like do what you can do to, to survive, make money, be fucking rich. I think it's awesome. I don't care. I think OnlyFans gets a bad name for for what we all know, and there is other content on there as well. It just got known for for the rough stuff. That's yeah, that's that's but where the there the, is the no way. If I was living, if my main income was from OnlyFans right now, bro, as soon as that news dropped yesterday, I would have been like, "Fuck, 
<laughs> Bro, yep. because you know damn well Elon is not about to pay you shit for nope. anything that he nope. doesn't deem helpful to his cause. Yep. Yep. So I am interested to see what's going to happen to that. And, and his I, goal will be to keep people on that platform for information. So will we see changes this year? Probably not. Deal has to close. It's going to take like a probably well over a year because it's all those assets and stuff. They got to go through and acquire. I think OnlyFans brings in enough money. I'm sure that it probably won't go anywhere. No, I don't know if he intends to change anything. Popularity. I, I don't think he really intends to change any aspect of, of, of OnlyFans at all for, 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 the, for worse. I think he wants to keep everything at bare minimum, at least where it's at. Yeah. And I don't think, I don't think OnlyFans is, is it US owned anyway? I don't think it is. I, I just know I Twitter owns them. I thought it was European. I, I thought Twitter owned them. Twitter owns them. Do they, if they, well, true. Yeah. Um, if Twitter owns them, then it either, either there'll be an uptick or, uh, yeah, like you said, a lot of OnlyFans creators in that category are probably going to have to rethink their creative approach for, uh, for a little bit. Have a contingency plan, people. Have a contingency plan. Don't rely solely on your OnlyFans income. And actually, think, I think OnlyFans has already taken a dip. Um, now that people are going back outside and stuff, they're not enclosed in. OnlyFans has already taken a little bit of a popularity dip. So, yeah, with the news of of Elon scooping up Twitter, you hear our conspiracy theories, our hypothesis. Uh, yeah, there's definitely more at play here. Um, freedom of speech is it's is a well known thing that Elon has always talked about. And if you go on CNN.com and you want to read the article, you can actually read the let the email. He sent to the former CEO of of Twitter breaking down, you know, his uh, purchase price and how that was his best and final offer. And he breaks down like the not like the whole reasons behind it, but, you know, how he wanted to go about it and, and, and everything. And I'm like, he was dead set on this. Someone gave him the idea. And, you know, it's funny when you mentioned like back, it was like 2016, 2017, when someone had made the joke, oh, you should buy Twitter. And he said, you know what? I might. Who knows? That might have been the start of it. He either had already been thinking about it or someone gave him the idea. And as he advanced in his AI program, he was like, you know what? Twitter is the best place for this because it's literally candid. People get on there and they just post whatever pops into their head that day. You, you even with something like Instagram or, you know, meta. Oh, here we, it's, it's not that. Here we go, man. So apparently it's, it's not easy to find specific, like a company, like does a company own OnlyFans? Twitter's just <laughs> very interconnected with it. So, uh, you know, OnlyFans is a trading company or trading name of Phoenix International Limited. Uh, when people use these services, they share some information with this, including, um, Twitter, which is deeply connected with the information mm. gathered to utilize OnlyFans. Yeah. So I think that's where yeah. the mix up comes from. Yeah. Uh, with, with what OnlyFans became, a lot of big companies aren't going to want to say it, they own it. Because if you have a Twitter, suddenly... you have an OnlyFans. And that's where the exactly. confusion, that's where that's the confusion where comes out. If you make a Twitter account, you automatically have you an You automatically OnlyFans. have an OnlyFans account. So, yeah. 
Um, but to say like Twitter owns them, that would kind of make people look at Twitter like, oh, so you're in that game because OnlyFans had that big issue where they had to start shutting down pages, which in turn would have caused issues, is, issues, issues for Twitter. If so they, I, so I misspoke, but I, I stand by it. <laughs> I stand by <laughs> yeah. the outcome. Yeah. Th- some things are going to change on that platform as well. Um, because if, if Twitter's that open, people are just going to stay on Twitter. So. So take with this information what you will, people. Um, if you don't think it's a big deal, I strongly, strongly advise you pay attention to these subtle moves because this this is the stuff that catches people off guard. And then they're one day going, what? Where did this happen? Where did this come from? This is great. Or this is horrible. Or, you know, this is stuff you need to pay attention to. Rich people don't pay attention to every rich person throwing their money around. Um, I will say Elon is very clever. He like watches rich people throw their money around. So when he throws a little money around, everyone's just like, oh, another rich person throwing money around. <laughs> I swear to God, if I wake up tomorrow morning and see Elon Musk bought Amazon, I'm out. <laughs> That's not going to, you know, it's funny because I, I know he can't, I, I know he can't actually do that. I'm just being like, it would just be funny. I wouldn't say he can't. I would just say Jeff Bezos would not let that happen by <laughs> any means necessary. <laughs> they're, they're, they have like, uh, uh, they got like a frenemy thing going. <laughs> um, and you want to see a super villain? That's that. That's gonna be your boy Bezos. Okay, that man's a super villain. Because they're both tech giants. You're gonna wake up one morning to that pair of pants that you purchased on Amazon Prime to somebody you don't know putting your pants on, going, "This is part of Prime now." Wow. <laughs> I don't, too many questions. <laughs> Sir, but please no, get out of my house. Jeff okay. Bezos did say something on Elon Musk purchasing Twitter, and he's wondering if now China just happens to have more access and leverage over Twitter because a huge portion of revenue from Tesla comes from China. So Bezos took to Twitter and was like, does this mean China's going to have some leverage over Twitter? Because they banned the platform mm. from their country in like 2009. I think, I think a lot no of people are going to, through any means necessary, find a way to make this as political as possible. Oh, absolutely. I don't, I don't think for Elon, there's any politics attached for this. I think he's using politics to aid in his quest to get him what he wants. But I do if not anything, think politics is something he personally cares about ultimately for his long-term goals. Yeah. If, if he's anything, playing the game, come to him. he's doing insane and playing the game. The to gain what he wants. That's all he's doing. He has, a, he has a goal and he's using all the tools in the toolbox in this game of politics and, and life to gain access to his, his ultimate goal. Yep. Selective human colonies. (laughs) 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 Leaving all of you here to die in your own pollution. Yep. Elysium (laughs) or Terminator. One of the two, not at the same time. That movie was underrated. Elysium was not a terrible movie. If you you guys haven't watched Elysium, you need to go watch it now because we're heading there quickly. It's, it's becoming a reality. And this is stuff that people were writing about happening back in like the 1920s. So science fiction does not stay science fiction as long as people 
are willing to go above and beyond to innovate the world for better or worse. Yep. And I'm, I'm, I've been thinking of this line from the dark Knight, and as cheesy as it might seem, just hear me out. You either die the hero or you live long enough to see yourself become the villain. Elon right now is everyone's white knight. How long will that last? Until a giant object blocks the sun out and puts us in eternal darkness (laughs) and the robots come from the ground and zombies suddenly appear. I I swear to God, man, if some super villain shit starts happening. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, it is just a matter of of time because here's what's going to happen. Elon right now is a mastermind. And I don't mean that in like an evil way. I just mean he's in his own plane and in his own way. I think he just kind of is like, you know what? Humanity is going to have to sort itself out, but I've got the means to help this process along. We are too far behind where we should be. So I'm going to help the process. You guys sift yourselves out. I'll just design the tools for it. And all it will take is probably after it's already done, then all of a sudden there's always that spark. There's always be those, 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 those people that start a spark, whether they believe their cause is just, or they just want to get shit going that will suddenly make him the villain (laughs) by saying, He's trying to play God. This is not human. This is et cetera. And it starts that whole saga. And all you'll see is AI police rolling up. And suddenly freedom of speech takes on a whole new meaning. I, you know, (laughs) I, I won't go down the rabbit hole, but I will say this. Throughout our history, there has been lines perceived as to being crossed when it comes to science and medicine for the advance the advancement of human technology and in our future i a progress for better or worse some of it i disagree with some of it i do agree with but there is a lot in politics that i feel and and, and i there's like the religion and politics go hand in hand whether we like it or not yeah and i 100% I do see in the future that that religion political aspect of our modern day world clashing with Elon. Not because I think Elon's going to do something that's evil. No, not specifically, not unethically in an evil way. I think he'll do things that others thought were never even possible to attempt or should not be attempted or yeah, people might think they sh- shouldn't be tampered with, but Elon owns everything. So it's like, what are you going to do? I, I don't say that to, you know, sound like bleak. I, I just think it, it's, it'll be interesting to see how things unfold uh, because I do think things sometimes for the sake of progress, sometimes we got to do things a little differently. Go down a, mm-hmm. a, a road that maybe most people wouldn't be able to go down. Well, um, you know the saying, though, the road to but, hell is paved with good intentions. That's right. But 
we'll have to see what, what, what happens because, you know, again, we don't need our robots deciding to start fucking strangling all of us. So, <laughs> That's what, what I'm mean? saying. You know and I mean? we've already seen like, that the AIs, if Elon is doing like, this, my last thought on this is my last thought, because this could be a whole conversation segment, which we might actually have to do a special episode just on this. Oh. Um, what was it? Either in Japan or China, they had to shut down AIs because they developed their own language. Yes. Yes. They were communicating. That with was each other recently, by the way. That was not yeah, long within ago. Like the last three, four years. Yes. So technology has already advanced since. Um, hello, machines building machines. People, people give Terminator three a hard time. It was not the best movie, but the end of the movie where it showed Skynet come online and shit went downhill quick. Yeah, that was pre- that was a pretty dope like visualization of the start of the war, though, like a. Uh, Three sucked, but yeah, it, it was pretty cool to see that. Uh, it would not be cool to see that in real life. No, it wouldn't be cool to see that. Uh, but, you know, I'm a nihilist. I am. And at the end of the day, we're all pointing nukes at each other right now, invading each other's countries and being really shitty, seemingly going backwards a little bit. So maybe it wouldn't be a bad idea for someone to come a racist. I don't know. Maybe <laughs> do we deserve this planet? I mean, I can, I can get into ethical dilemmas and politics all day, but you know, that's not our area, but I do have my thoughts, but we'll, I'll, I'll leave that there though, before I go down the road there, we're going to leave that one there. Some food for thought for you guys. Uh, as we wrap up this week's episode, we told you it was going to be a, it was going to be a juicy one and we want to hear your guys' thoughts. Are you for it? Do you see the rabbit holes we see, or do you just see it as another social media platform being bought with someone with too much time and money on their hands and it's not that big of a deal? We want to hear from everybody on this. Uh, so feel free to share your thoughts. Hit us up on Patreon. Leave your comments. Hit us up on Twitter while it's still the Twitter we know <laughs> and and leave your, your comments at the GZ Chop Shop. We would definitely love to hear from you guys. Also, don't forget, Check out our merchandise shop. We have new items in stock. Really, really great items in stock for you guys. GZShop.com. Also, huge shout out to all of our Patreons and supporters. Everyone who's come through, hung out with us on our live stream as we've done our a, uh, Elden Ring series, The Maidenless Adventures. We're up to now episode nine in that series. So thank you guys for coming through, hanging with us through the week. And uh, we look forward to bringing you guys more action-packed, fun-filled adventures in that as well. Anyway, we are out of here. Thank you for hanging with us. Take care of yourself. Take care of each other. We will catch all of you wonderful people on the next episode. Later. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 's up everyone project Hitachi here did you enjoy the show if so think about supporting us on patreon 
or Acast for exclusive perks, content, and more. Also, visit our store, thegzshop.com. You can find all of our links on our website, osn-media.com. Until next time.